0: Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Happy
2: New Year. Go
3: blue. (laughs) This is the Rich Eisen Show. Like what an outstanding run! Touchdown
4: for Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Low snap, quarterback, run up the middle! Yeah! He's not gonna make it! Gonna make yeah!
5: it. Everything that we went through this entire year it made us unbreakable.
3: Today's guests Pro Football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson, plus latest news
4: and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen.
3: Ah, yes. Yes, indeed. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel once again, back here on this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Affiliate Network, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more uh, news on our podcast network coming up. Uh, don't miss that. Uh, please stay tuned for for more content from our factory that's coming your way. Um, 844-204-RICH-NUMBER-TO-DIAL. Speaking of that, uh, Susie Schuster and Amy Trask will be coming your way into your ear gate for um, oh, their, their terrific pod, What the Football. Um, their guest is Charles Davis, the awesome and hey. terrific Charles Davis. Nicest guy in the world. Charles Davis called the Baltimore Ravens destruction of the Miami Dolphins. They followed up tearing the 49ers to pieces by filleting the, the Dolphins. I didn't say fish because, again, Dolphin's the a mammal. Dolphin is a mammal. Right. We are. We need to be accurate <laughs> yes. in every way, shape, or form, okay? Yep. yep. So when everybody says they fried the fish, no, they didn't. Mm. It's a mammal. At you any rate. Can't fry a mammal? Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, not recommended. We, we, yeah, exactly. It's uh, oh, yeah. That's I'm just frowned upon. Yeah. But that's what the Ravens did. Best team in football. The Baltimore Ravens. They have taken that mantle say. from the San Francisco 49ers. They snatched it. Snatched it. Christmas night, like the Grinch. They <laughs> went into San Francisco's Hooville and said, what, where, and whenville. That's what they did.
4: Who used to snatch Crabtree's chain? Akeem. Tlaib. Oh, Akeem Akeem. Tlaib.
3: Yeah, Yeah, they snatched it. Like like Akeem
1: Tlaib snatched (laughs) (laughs) Crabtree's chain. Like Debo snatched Red's grandmama's chain. (laughs) Yeah. My grandmama gave me that chain. And what did they
3: do following up a Miami Dolphins team that comes off the Dallas Cowboys' win at home? They beat them up. They beat them up. Honestly, we're talking about to his shoulder right now. Tyreek Hill was limping around. There was no waddle and no Mostert. I'm sure Dolphins fans will hang their hats on that. But the Ravens didn't have one of my boys, one of my sons, <laughs> Kyle Hamilton. He was out. And they were all over the Dolphins. Oh, man. All over them and kept on like Hans Gruber hit it again. It's another great Christmas story, right, Chris? Christmas movie. I I mean, I'll tell you what,
1: man. <laughs> you know, ever since I predicted Lamar to be MVP in mid-season on the show here, he's that. It's over. It's over. I don't think he's going to play this week. It's very over. I don't Steelers think he's going to. Pl- hoping he won't. I don't sure. think he's
3: playing this weekend. I don't think he's playing Saturday.
1: Let me ask you real quick because me and my uncle Buck were talking about this. Do you play him at least a few series just because they're going to have no. a full week off? You're not going to see McCaffrey gonna either. Rust? You're not going to see no. McCaffrey's already ruled out.
3: I know. Yeah, okay. Already not playing. Uh, I don't think you play him. Not
1: even Why a serious, would series. Just What's the point. Because he's going to be out a full week after that. I don't know. So who cares? I'm certainly just asking, certainly the think. way that we saw Tyler Huntley throw Hey-o. against the Dolphins. A throwing
3: in the – Let me just say yeah. this. <laughs> Any Dolphin fan that is just like, hey, what are you doing still trying to score when the game's over? You won 70-20 to 20 earlier this year. Yeah, you can't say nothing. And Mike McDaniel is just so happy and so likable that... He gets a pass
4: for everything.
3: Honestly, uh, honestly, (laughs) and and it's just like, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, the there's still more time left on the clock. What, are we just supposed to start taking knees? Of course you're not. You're going to keep playing football, certainly when you might need Tyler Huntley in the playoffs, like, say, last year. year, Honestly, like, you're head coach of a National Football League team. You're not... This is not... You're not you're not asking for a what a is it a four oh one C to try and it's not charitable contributions. Oh no, no, look at you. <laughs> okay, I mean yeah. tax season's coming soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not okay. you're not like, hey, can we get a receipt for that? <laughs> Kneel down. Can we get a receipt for those four running plays we just called in a row to punt the ball back to you? Yeah. Get out of here with that. You won 70 to 20 earlier this year. <laughs> So the Ravens are the number one team in football. They're the number one team in the AFC. And we talked about it on the Overreaction Monday podcast, Chris Brockman. And TJ, you're flying back. I don't know if you've no. heard that one yet.
4: Get it wherever you get your podcasts yes. or on YouTube,
3: Rich. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because you're looking at four teams have already clinched the playoffs. Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, and yes, Cleveland Browns. We were discussing which is the team that can beat Baltimore in Cleveland. Which team doesn't does Baltimore not want to see in divisional playoff weekend. And right now if the season ended today as they say Bills and Dolphins, uh the Bills would be playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. In the super wild card weekend. Super.
1: Except that for the fact Sunday the season night, right? <laughs> doesn't end
3: today. Sunday night, last game, 272, is Bills at Dolphins.
4: Oh, baby. Great finish. Oh, man. Come on. And Whoa. let's I, just I say that, the Chris, Bills keep
3: on winning the way that they keep on winning. They'd be the two seed. The Ravens wouldn't see the Bills on divisional playoff weekend. The team that they might see on divisional playoff weekend more than anybody else. The Cleveland Browns. And let me just say this. If you think Matthew Stafford going to Detroit on Super Bowl card weekend is the juiciest playoff matchup that could possibly be out there, I think you need to rethink what you think stake looks like. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> because the Browns going into Baltimore alone. Just to the, you know, history. If they walk into Baltimore with Joe Flacco as their quarterback, playing the way that Joe Flacco is playing right now, I don't think you could make this thing up. Because Joe Flacco is the story nobody saw coming and is the story of the NFL season maybe top five of the entire NFL season right now. The way that he is playing, the way that he is cooking, the way Kevin Stefanski's offense is like built for this guy, the way that the play action can work with the running game, working the way that it is, the way that David and Joku has suddenly become a oh, major man. problem at tight end.
1: As he should have always in a been. way that he
3: always should have been. Yes, sir, mm-hmm. that he hasn't been, right? Coming out of the campus at Miami, the king of New Jersey, right? Coming through the Miami hurricane system. And he's now absolutely unstoppable. And then there's Amari Cooper. What? Say what what? My only regret is for some reason I didn't pick him up for my fantasy final. I should have seen him torching the Jets on a Thursday night. Is I should have seen that one coming down to Pike. What he did on while we were gone. Lighting it up for 200 plus yards with Amari Cooper mm-hmm. to take care of business in week 16 in Houston, by the way, which can make the playoffs, but not threatening the Cleveland Browns because they're an 11-win team. And then doing to the Jets in just one half of football to the point where Flacco could take a nap <laughs> during the game. I You can't make this up. The Browns can go into Baltimore and end that season. Mm-hmm. They've already gone into Baltimore and won a game this year with Deshaun Watson, and this offense, the way that Flacco runs it, is way better than the way Deshaun Watson has been running. It's better with Flacco. Facts. This is not an overreaction.
1: Yeah, I don't believe well, it. healthy, right? Although...
3: <laughs> I'm sniffing around the edges, I believe, of a subject matter that's about to be hit of overreaction Monday on Tuesday, Chris. Okay. I'll jump off of that subject matter for the moment and just say this. Cleveland, the way it's playing, can go into Baltimore and make it a very dicey day. Now, it does appear that there is a possibility that the Ravens can ball this up and use it to their... Advantage, nobody believes in us, which number one seed teams would love to use. Love to use that. We know how Flacco can be beaten. Mm -hmm. We saw it. Lamar Jackson can sit here and say, well, there's a reason I got drafted around here. Let me show you. I'm an MVP, and this is the way we're doing things around here, Joe. You're old. I'm new. That's going to be insane if that happens. And Harbaugh, you know, can ball it up and use it to his advantage as the number one seed. Because Harbaugh's know how to do that, don't they? As the number one seed with 13 wins. Well, Jim's now got 14. I'm just saying, who's got it better than them right now in the NFL world? The answer is nobody. I just love what I'm seeing out in the AFC North. One more thing about the AFC North, if I may. Sure, sure. Okay, thank you. What's that sound? Do you hear that sound? <laughs> Do you hear the sound? I, 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 you know where I'm going I, with this? It's the sound of silence. It's the sound of silence. Do you hear Hello, anything darkness, right now? Old friend. That's the noise on my Twitter feed the last two weeks from Western Pennsylvania.
1: Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. You're, you Yeah. Got, kind of got all the yinzers out. Isn't that interesting? <laughs>
3: interesting. <laughs> I, don't know. I know I'm know i engaging the yinzers right now, which didn't go well for me for a three-week period. I mean, it didn't. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a spiteful. But bunch. look mm-hmm. who's in the playoff mix. What a Stones W up there in Seattle with the Seahawks playing as Man. well as they've been playing. <laughs> didn't see that. Feeling guy. that they're going to make the playoffs in the NFC as a seventh seed, which they may still. And by the way, Seattle at Dallas, that's a pretty nice Week after Thanksgiving rematch Mm -hmm. in uh, the middle of January. But look what Mike Tomlin's offense is looking like with Mason Rudolph. Look at them putting up 30 burgers like it's nothing all of a sudden. Right?
1: Like where'd that come from? Yeah. Mason Rudolph, man. Look at that. It's healthy. healthy. Rudolph starting. And by the way, why not? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you got to
3: keep rolling with me. Which is what you get. When you got a coach like Mike Tomlin who can sit here and go, I'm making the decisions. We're not going to apologize
2: for winning. Right.
3: (laughs) I'm making the decisions. I know we used the first round pick on Kenny Pickett last year, and he's got to work out, right? Because first round quarterbacks that don't work out, that's a problem for head coach. Not when you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and you got a coach like Tomlin who's like, I'm playing a hot hand even though I... Technically should have played that hand a little sooner with Mitchell Trubisky. I
1: get it. He's not that's, perfect. That's the He's argument, He's not Rich. perfect. I get it. I was just there. That's I'm the not, argument. I know.
4: They were o for Trubisky. And, you know,
1: I know. Why wasn't Mason playing all this right
3: time? But right now, Jalen Warren scoring touchdowns and two from. Najee
1: is balling. Najee
3: balling the right now. Pickens By the way, is clicking. He's clicking. Is and the defense is doing its thing.
1: Yes. DJ. Defense is nice.
3: Now, I understand what the answer will be. Uh, if he only did this, he only did that. Mm-hmm. Then 10 and 7 might be better than missing the playoffs, which they're going to do, it does appear. Uh, if... I imagine Indianapolis and Houston don't wind up a tie. I, I, I mean, the playoff scenario. Do you have that for the Pittsburgh Steelers? There it is. Thank you. They got to win at Baltimore and have the Bills or Jaguars lose.
2: Baltimore. Stay by your phone, man. I may need you.
3: Now that <laughs> that that's it. They have to win and have the Texans, Colts tie, or the Jaguars lose. The Bron- Broncos win, and the Colts and Texans does not end in a tie. All right, so this is more than a dumb and dumber chance. Yeah, it's what you're saying. Is. So if they win at Baltimore and have the Dolphins beat the Bills, Steelers are in.
1: Look, the look, players are
3: playing. They should win this game against by Baltimore. By the way, by the way, crazy things happen. As it have been noticed. a crazy season. Crazy things happen. And so I understand what's coming. I'm setting myself up for one more thing. Steelers go to 10-7, and don't make the playoffs, and the Steelers fans are like, oh, where do we put the banner of Tomlin not having a losing season again? Where do we put that banner? Where does that banner go? Does it go up next to the old ketchup bottle? Is that where it goes, Rich? I get it. I get it. But right now, right now, that may be coming down the pike to me, but right now, what am I hearing? Nothing. Zero. Because Tomlin just keeps waving that wand late
1: in the season. Abracadabra, B.
3: What's he doing with the play calling? What's he doing playing pickings? What's he doing doing this? What's he doing doing that? Winning. In Seattle. In week 17.
4: Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised. You're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, I am. (laughs) I am.
3: I am. (laughs) Belly's hot today. AFC North football. Catch some 3 teams may make it. Steelers, Browns as as a 5 seed with 12 dubs. They could be a dozen win 5 seed. Yes sir. That's the way it could go cuz they I think they beat the I think they beat the Bengals. And then they're a 12 win 5 seed taking on the AFC South champ. Ah, I, I'll take the Browns in that one. Yep. I'll take the Browns in that one, and then the Browns will be sitting there assuming the two and three seeds win their football games. They walk into Baltimore on Super Wild Card Weekend. O-M-G. Wild Card Weekend. By the way,
4: and we we might get our Tyreek Arrowhead revenge yep. game. Yep,
3: yep, if, if they the wind up. Beat the right, so if the Bills win, they're the two seed. Dolphins are the six. Tyreek Hill goes into Arrowhead. Yeah. On the same weekend that potentially three six has Stafford going to Detroit. Yep. And then if everything breaks like chalk, with the exception of the Browns winning, which is not chalk, although in my book it is. They will be favored in the game, so it not chalk. Then Flacco strolls into Baltimore. (laughs)
4: Let's
1: go.
3: Right? Like this is this is in the
1: ether. That's down the road. It's in the smoke. It's
3: It's in the smoke. Where do I sign? It's in the smoke. And by the way, Kevin Stefanski, one last thing. In the history of the Cleveland Browns, I saw this stat due to NFL Network research. Two Browns coaches, only two, have had multiple seasons of 11 or more wins. Their names are Paul Brown and Kevin Stefanski. That's it. Schottenheimer, Rutigliano, all those guys, they did not have multiple seasons of 11 wins or more. Not Belichick. Paul Brown and Kevin Stefanski, how about that? I
1: think, oh. I think what's all, what else is amazing Fun. about this is Chris. I can remember like before Week Eleven, you you wrote out, you told us you were looking at X and A. Hey, the Joe Flacco's going to the Browns. People are like, oh, okay, cool, great. Who cares? Like, and <laughs> right? no, it was dismissed. <laughs> yeah. No one even cared. And now look, it's this this Brown story is incredible, and I'm here for it. It's
3: great. Game Time Tickets, get the app on a mobile device right away because you can get tickets to name the event that's a sporting event, comedy, music, theater, in any area. Go check it out, and you will see seats right there on your phone. Two taps, you can buy tickets. And you can also buy the tickets knowing what the view from your seat looks like. You can also buy tickets knowing what the all-in pricing is so you do not have at all any questions about how much it costs. You see, do total right up front. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account, redeem the code RICH, $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Your phone calls an overreaction monday on a tuesday we're back in studio after our holiday break let's talk o'reilly auto parts people or as you might know from their jingle o o o o'reilly auto parts Helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey everybody, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey. There's one more angle of my celebratory moment in uh the Rose Bowl. By the way, the number of texts I got from people last night as if I played or congratulating me, um it 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 it, it honestly it felt like a birthday. <laughs> I might even get it. I just got a text from a friend of mine right now, the great Eric Champnell, who I used to do comedy with it at Michigan. Oh, He said he got 78 texts from his friends. And he says he doesn't get that much love on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. It's like That's time. why I did comedy with him. He's like a funny man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the video of uh, Dave Portnoy shooting, and we were right next to him. There's my nephew Jackie's high-fiving him. He reaches over Cooper, and there I am. <laughs>
4: Cooper, Cooper doesn't know who Dave is, right? Excuse me,
3: the entire game, because Jack knows exactly who Dave of, is. Of course, of course. Jack's a Syracuse uh, student at mm-hmm. present. He was telling Cooper that the guy in the maze jacket has a million, has
1: a million, million dollars, dollars on the, on the game. game. Yep.
3: And the number of times Cooper would turn to me throughout the game going, he's got a million dollars on this, Dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's, a big it's a big bet. Do I have to explain to him what a milli is? Millie? Yeah.
1: I think he Yeah. Well, I mean, like. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. He wins a Millie. Wins a Millie. <laughs>
3: but a number of times, like during the game, he's just like, Dad, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's like a third down. There's a fourth down. He goes, Dad, he's got a million dollars on this.
1: <laughs> yep. Dad, I know you're happy, but he's got a little win. back, just, it,
3: And I'm like, and there's a certain a things mini, on Barstool you should not be looking at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: fine. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> well, we are having our fun. Me in the stool pres. I bright, just never saw that
1: you that a two bright. That jacket. That's a tag team I never knew we needed, right?
3: Well we do. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Let's take a couple phone calls here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, let's go to Derek in Missouri. You're here on the program. What's up, Derek? So Rich. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: so I reported to Brett Allen that I was eligible, and I'm still ready for a response three days later. Still haven't gotten one from him. What's okay. going on
3: with him? I okay. Think? Good to know you're on it, though, Derek.
0: But So I won't get to the point straight out. Okay. I, I, I believe Russell Wilson's day, days in Denver are outnumbered just because with the way the season has gone, I mean, don't get me wrong. Was this season much better than 2022? Yes. But the fact of the matter is I just don't see the future being long-term for Wilson going to be the long-term guy. And the contract that he got was too much. We gave up a lot for him. First-round picks that we could have used to build towards the future. Mm -hmm. And my dad keeps on asking me, what do we do for a quarterback? What do we do for the future going forward? I say we got to go for a quarterback in the draft.
3: Maybe because, so. Maybe so.
0: Yeah, I, yeah we, we have to. I mean, at this point, we have to go and pick up our own guy and not pick up somebody else's pieces moving forward because we need to get a Patrick Mahomes a Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or a Brock Purdy. Plain and simple.
3: That's the way I see it. Well, thanks for the call, Derek. Greatly appreciate it. Um, as you know, I was in the booth for – denver's loss to the new england patriots um Ugh. never called a game before where i looked down at my phone and somebody's begging me to show one of the teams a memo that was weird
4: sorry rich no That's problem bad.
3: i could i could still you know focus on the task at hand and it was a, a wild night big finish chad Ryland making a field goal After he missed everything. Oh, my goodness gracious. He's the worst kicker in the NFL. Except for that 52-yarder, pal. Jeez. And, um, you know, Russell Wilson might be sitting there going, "What? what, you know, what happened? Um, Except for the fact that all I'm hearing from my colleagues, and maybe we'll get somebody on tomorrow to discuss it, is that this concept of making sure that they're not on the hook for guaranteed money in 2025 and he needed to reconfigure his contract. This was being discussed with his representatives during the summer. Oh wow. This wasn't just brought up in the bye week. This was something that was brought up in the summer and he didn't uh, in- engage in it. And it's, it's his right to not engage in it. <laughs> I signed this contract. What do you mean? And, um, and then, apparently, they revisited it during the bye week. I don't know. He said that they threatened them with a the benching. That clearly didn't happen. And then he went on a winning streak and made it a season. And then when he lost, when the Broncos lost that night on, on uh, Christmas Eve night, and it looked like they were really out of the running for the playoffs, that was going to be the end of it. And so put it all together, they can't run the risk of him getting hurt. And suddenly all the decisions they're thinking about making about him are decided already if he gets hurt. So you look at the math, and it's entirely possible, by the way, that they decide to just stick with him. I don't think that's going to happen. Quite honestly, because you can't bench somebody for the last two weeks and throw Jared Stidham out there.
4: And be like, hey, come on back! And say, come back! Like <laughs> yeah.
3: we believe in you now. No, no, no. But if you look at the numbers for 2024, it's going to cost them as much to get rid of them as it would be to keep them. I mean, that's the phrase in divorce, right? It's cheaper to, cheaper to keep, keep them. them. Cheaper. Cheaper so to keep I, 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 don't, I don't, well, at least from our perspective as a man, <laughs> that would be the phrase.
4: Yeah, it's a but, $35 million cap hit for next year. Dead cap, $85 million according to the sponsors.
3: Well, but again, if they cut them, they, they could also spread that out over a couple of years. The cap number goes up.
4: Well, he could be a June 1st
3: uh, Right, where release. they split it up yeah. over this year and next. They don't have to take their full medicine now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it sure looks like it's over there. And the broadcast crew did not get any sense from Sean Payton beforehand that he was done with Russell Wilson, you know, in that broadcast meeting beforehand. So I, 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 it sure looks like it's over. That's well, that is he for sure. Won the game.
1: Well, the fact well, that Sean the, Payton was screaming in Russ's face a few weeks ago like that—that that was. The but first you heard indication. Marshall,
3: excuse me, you heard when Marshall was here. Marshall says that one thing he cannot handle is when you go over everything prepared and you don't nail it. And that's what he thought the argument was over. And you, yeah, he almost wins a game, but that's you know it doesn't. Look, you, you the number of times where they won the game because. You know, half of a struggle, three quarters of a struggle, and then ball goes up and he throws it to uh, Cortland Sutton for a touchdown and then and then things change.
4: But that's how Russell Wilson plays, plays football, and you should have known that when you acquired him. He is not an well, on-schedule, well, three him. throw guy.
3: I think what one thing you could say for sure is Sean Payton has made a decision that Russell's not his guy. Yeah. That's what it appears like to me. Well, and Sean
4: I, Payton and and Daniel Hackett kind of run similar timing offenses, well, and Russ is not a timing player.
3: I think I don't I don't think he wants you to mention that coach's name in the same breath as his, Christopher.
4: I'm just saying the type of offense though, it's very similar. So
3: so it does appear to be over. Yeah, for and sure. And the other thing too is Russ, you can blame me. You? Yeah. Oh. Because last year, I was uh, in the booth in Pittsburgh for the Christmas Eve game on NFL Network. Derek Carr. And the Raiders lost, and the Raiders then benched Derek Carr for the final two weeks of the season because they didn't want to run the risk of getting him hurt. They benched him for Jared Stidham. (laughs) That's right. And then this year, I'm in the booth for Christmas Eve. Broncos lose and then bench their quarterback for the final two games to not run the risk of getting him hurt in favor of Jared Stidham. So it's my fault, and Jared, I'll take just, what, 2%? Whatever, whatever yeah. your agent's giving you.
1: He yeah, owes I you something. And
3: next year, when I'm calling Christmas Eve, I don't know if there's going to be a Tuesday night game.
1: You saying the starter better be worried?
3: No, well, I'm just saying <laughs> head on a swivel, man. And the backup uh, quarterback? In the game? Oh no, backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, if it's not Jared Stidham. You're starting.
4: Let's guess what veteran <laughs> it could be
3: that could lose their gig on uh, Christmas Eve. They're just walking let's in. Guess. Who's
4: calling the game? Let's guess. Who's calling the game? Stafford. Uh, let's
3: Stafford, see. get else? out of here.
1: The first thing we're checking when the schedule gets dropped.
3: Well, wherever Jimmy G's winding up. New England.
1: Just don't be doing a Cowboy right? game on Christmas, no. please.
3: Dude, Jimmy G might be starting. He might be the bridge quarterback. By the way, that could be Russell's job next year bridge quarterback somewhere. Or
4: somewhere. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. New England.
3: Chicago.
1: Maybe? Nah, they're going Caleb,
3: or sticking with Justin Fields. Nah. Well, so I that's what's and up forth with Russ. On this
1: man, I think they stick with Fields. Bro. That's what's
3: up yeah, with we, Russ. We got
4: four minutes, four months to talk about it.
3: We do, <laughs> we do. By the way, and that is a major source of conversation Huge. now that the Carolina Panthers officially Huge. did not get the memo. 204 Rich, number to dial. Let's do it. It's overreaction Monday on a Tuesday. That was
5: terrible.
3: That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday, Monday. Monday. Monday on a Tuesday. All right. I like it. We're only we're the only ones applauding. I know, way. right? Uh, hey guys, happy why New I, Why do I applaud? <laughs> uh, you know, animation. We're like excited. I, 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 you know what I do? I applaud. High quality, quality production value. Absolutely. Okay. Come on. Yeah.
4: Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Yes. Hey. Hey. Merry New Year. Everybody good?
3: I'm great. great turkey you.
4: beef time. Great. Rich, who's great? It's going good in Baltimore right now. The Lombardi Trophy is the Ravens to lose.
3: I'll, I'll agree with that. Mm. I'll agree with that. It's theirs to lose. Does that imply they already have it?
4: Yeah, someone's got to take it. I would say everything plays out; they're going to win. Well, the Super and then, Bowl.
3: then I'll call that an overreaction. But if they are the ones that you believe is most likely to win it, and all they have to do is keep playing the way that they are playing, and they will win it. Yeah, uh, I I will say that they are the favorites right now. If you think that they are a lock to win it, then I'll push back. So, what are you saying?
4: I'm saying it's theirs to lose.
3: I'm just asking you: Do you believe they already have it? Seems like it. They're playing the best. Is he using conditional phrasing over and <laughs> over, <laughs> over again, or what? My
4: phrasing is on the graphic. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, that's how he's. All right,
3: it. so it's it's open to my interpretation. It's literally,
1: it's how I typed it out.
3: Right, <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Vince Lombardi Trophy is, is, how is how the Ravens to lose. <laughs> yeah, and then I hit send. I think they, they are the, the best team it. in the
3: NFL. Yeah. They have snatched that. From the 49ers in the same way that, as you said, to Tlaib once snatched Michael Crabtree's chain. Several times. While he was wearing a 49er Yeah. So, I will say this is not an overreaction. What else, Chris? Uh,
4: the NFC South is a disaster. One, one team has to win. There's three who are eligible. But I think whoever the winner is, the yes. NFC South winner, is beating the Eagles on wildcard weekend.
3: <sighs> I'm just going to sit here and say the <laughs> Eagles are going to get it together. Are, uh,
4: what evidence I know, do you have I know, of that? I <laughs> know.
3: I know. I know.
4: They look terrible.
3: I get it. I'm gonna Who wear is this that. team in green? I don't know. Maybe Slay comes and, back. And what have you done with maybe the Slay, team that was 10-1? and one? Maybe Slay saves the day. <laughs> I don't know. Because that defense just can't, it, you know. Uh, although how, how about, i know why the defense stinks how about the kid from illinois going the the the, the distance on a pick six from his own 3-yard line how Jeez, about that, that one that was impressive i know now sidney brown brother of chase
4: and then Gunnar Olszewski takes the punt back like what is going on i'm going i'm
3: going overreaction here that's going to be a game you can't sit here right now and say you know Suddenly, what Heineken, If 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 suddenly the, yeah, the Falcons gonna get, get get in and they're gonna hit him with a Heineke?
4: Baker Mayfield, not the not Baker Mayfield from last week, but the one from all the previous weeks.
3: I get it. Boy, do the Saints have the Bucks number or what? How about the and Saints? and the number is zero, by the way.
4: Why can't why get the Saints? Anyway.
3: I get it. I I I hear you. Um, I still feel I still feel right. the Eagles have too many talented guys. Throw it to eleven. Can we throw it to eleven? Where's he been the That's last funny. It's weeks. kind of—I like, don't know. And the funny thing is that the fans—they all wanted it to. It's—it's it's so all over the map. You need him to run, and you need to throw it to eleven, and it, and they don't do anything like that. Sirianni hot seat. Get out of here. What's next?
4: This is this is nice. I mean, you're, okay. you're going to love this. One. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We love the Flacco sants
3: Flacco sants <laughs> Oh baby! Trademark. By
4: the way, trademark. trademark. Chris Brockman, 2023. Yes. We love the Flacco sons. You know what the Browns should do? The Browns should trade Deshaun Watson. Start Flacco next year.
1: How can you argue with this? They look, they look better about cash. with him. They have money, though, Chris. It's a lot of Quan. Great. You know who's got a lot of money? Jimmy Haslam. Well, somebody,
3: tr- he said it's trade.
4: Trade. So guess yeah. what? The I, Browns, don't know the, the I don't Browns know who's the trade on. partner. There's an offset here. The Browns pay half his salary. Someone goes, what about the Falcons? They were in on him anyway. Right? You agree to a situation where the Haslams pay half, Arthur Blank picks up the other half? Why not? Now the Browns wipe their hands free of Deshaun Watson. You got Flacco. He wins a Super Bowl. They're building him a statue anyway.
1: How do you how? think about I mean, it? If he wins a Super Bowl, then yes. You got to think <laughs> about it. This
3: is a, that's a done deal. Dude, how is this not?
4: Think
1: about who's like coming, back coming back next year.
4: Nick Chubb's coming back next year. Add him to this offense right now?
3: The Flacco works perfect. And by the way, if you're saying, well, Flacco's like, this is part of the Flacco sense, I can't believe. You're sitting here thinking he's just a statue back there. Dude, how about him taking one in the grill on Thursday night? He got hit in the face, escaped the pocket to his left against the grain and found Jerome Ford for the touchdown. All right, I'm... He's going to be 40
1: next year, though. And who, ca- I, listen, who cares?
3: This is, and ever, all Browns fans think because of the way I reacted and acted and was all over Deshaun when everything was going haywire in his civil lawsuit days. They think I hate him. And I am take every opportunity to carp on him and try and knock him down a peg and then extrapolate that to my feeling about the Browns writ large, even though uh, you know that's not true.
1: I mean, you did like him.
3: I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this one. How do you not? That's the ultimate in playing the hot hand. Let's see how the rest of it plays yeah, out. Well,
4: like, like say Flacco goes to the but AFC Championship right like, What if he beats the Ravens? Right like, now,
3: maybe. The way he's playing, he's the best quarterback of the last month. But you, I find it interesting. See, Atlanta was interested in him to begin with. Right. Let's go that way. See if you'll, you'll, they'll say, go halfsies. Yeah,
4: halfsies. Hey, you. You made this outrageous contract. You pay half.
1: We'll pay the other half. How old is Flacco? We'll take. How old is he? He's going to be thirty-nine on the sixteenth of January. Great, thirty-nine. But if,
3: hey man, run it back. Run it back. Run it back.
4: The Flacco sons.
3: Good one, Chris. They're going to be twelve and five. I'll buy it. Come on now. I'll buy it. I'll 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 say that's not an overreaction right now. Right, you know Let's, not, can we revisit this in like and sure. it's on our pod for when we do a season ending?
1: Sure. I'm sure David but it's and all Joker over. is probably. David was like, yes, dude. Throw me the ball. Dude.
3: Ball. It, this, Cooper? Looks, this offense looks like it is operating far more efficiently and far more potently with Flacco in the in a, in a month than it did with Watson for a full Well
1: and Deshaun's defense. Obviously so he was, he was hurt, rusty and
3: he, he was suspended hurt. and he was hurt yeah. and all of that. Okay, got it. I don't know. <laughs> Deshaun's last good year was a long time ago. All right, what else? Boy, you stopped me in my tracks with that you one. You have. What else? What else? Jordan Love's going to lead the Packers to a playoff win. All right, that's an
1: overreaction.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this kid's amazing.
3: Come no, I, 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 he's on. been spectacular. You can't – we, we hit this on the pod. You can't extrapolate touchdowns to how great he's going to be in his career. Uh, and what, he's got 30 touchdowns this year? 30 right? touchdowns
4: this year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in his first year as Packers starter, 28
3: touchdowns. Uh, I got it. And 30's
4: I, more. Brett Favre in his first year as Packers starter, I got it. 18 touchdowns, 30's more.
3: They're playing way too inconsistently. That defense, man.
4: Doesn't matter if Dude. they're going to score 35 every game.
3: Hey, is Jaron Hall walking through that door when they're in Dallas in the first weekend of the wild card weekend? No, but Mike McCarthy is, okay. and we know what he does in the playoffs. Is the defensive coordinator the walking Bowl, through that door so, if they're facing C D Lamb? With the Packers. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So, it's a team game. I'm going to call this an overreaction at present, even though about a month and a half ago, I'm like, they are going to, they're going to be the <laughs> real team you don't want to face.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you want to face them. We'll play in the playoffs.
3: Did you just
1: ask for him? <sighs> I ain't scared of nobody. Okay, oh. except for oh. the team up north. He's just loving
3: our new drop. He's loving that new He's loving the new Jimmy man, Johnson just, drop. You're feeling all it. The
1: feelings back, man. He's feeling it. It was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it you can cool. hit it if you There it is. <laughs> That's the new one.
1: Jimmy's 80.
3: Wow, you got, he's getting it done. You got one more? A couple college ones
4: real quick, real quick. <laughs> okay, what do you got? <laughs> I, I know your your guys won an overtime yesterday, but college football should adopt the NFL overtime rule.
3: Um, I, I, I'm not down with the college. Overtime. I, I, I'm, I have never liked the college overtime because it takes punting out of make the them, equation. Make them play for real. And by the way, by the way, Alabama had a major advantage in, in the, the punt punting game. game. By the way, two feet away from major a safety, maybe touchdown advantage in the punting at game the end of that game in the Rose Bowl, yeah. and overtime removes it. I was happy to remove the punt game yes. from the equation. Yeah, you sure were. So I don't I, anything that takes the punt game out. You know how I feel. Hashtag for the brand.
4: Of course, three phases, of <laughs> hundreds of people too. Not, not two. Yeah, and Michael Pettix, he's playing himself into the first round. Oh, I think that's.
3: I think he's already there. Don't you? Uh,
4: I don't. You don't? Yeah, no, m- most mocks have him middle second. He's got injury questions. He's an older college player. Most most scouts saying oh, okay, Pete. that was a great uh, ball. Again, we'll, but we'll we'll discuss this. He's balling.
3: I, I wouldn't call this an overreaction right now. I wouldn't call that. I'm sure I'm going to hear nonstop during the national championship game next week, Michigan versus Washington from uh, the 12-year-old to my right or left, who is a diehard Patriot fan because of his mother. You know, <laughs> will J.J. McCarthy or Michael Penix be the next Patriots quarterback?
4: Not too early for both those guys, but... Uh, That's
3: what he'll be saying. Too early. He wants, he, he wants J.J. McC- McCarthy in a Patriot uniform in the worst way. We want boy. Jane That's Daniels. Boy. Tell Cooper Jane Daniels. Okay, well, you could tell him yourself when you're offering him a trade that he won't take in our fantasy basketball. <laughs> oh, he, he's an idiot. Friend. All right. <laughs> Did you just call my 12-year-old son and, an idiot?
1: Wow. No, he called the GM the, of the Tatum The decision talks. not <laughs> to
4: take my no. offer at the beginning of the season yeah. is proven to be idiotic. And not your son, the GM
1: of the team is who he is. Okay. You know, all right, separation, churches. No, no, because that—that
3: yeah. sounded like fighting words to me. I, I, heard what you heard. I understand
4: what you are saying. I, <laughs> I offered him a <laughs> genius
1: about- deal, and he turned it down. I mean, if you feel you got to swing on him, then I am here for it. But-
3: there <laughs> are, in terms of, in terms of people in the world, that you can't talk that way to my face about. There is, well, I mean, just in terms of males: Cooper, mm-hmm. Evan, Eisen, Xander, mm-hmm. Kip, Eisen, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. Brock, Brock Purdy. And Kyle Hamill. Kyle Hamill. you yeah. don't, you don't say those words.
1: Yeah. Jalen Hurts too, like, like I said, he was. Yeah, an well, and
3: that's why, team. that's why, when you said to me before moments ago, the Eagles are going to be one and done at the home of the NFC South champ, yeah. I had to push back. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> are you guys All fight? up to the calling my son an idiot part.
1: <laughs> the, the, the GM, his GM, moves. Right now. All right. All right. I'm going to record this when we go to commercial. Okay. Just loving
3: When we come back, um, <laughs> podcast news. Podcast news, Rich Eisen Podcast Network News. We're adding a we're adding a new member to the
1: family. Hey shake up the world with this. Wait till you
3: hear who it is. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show.
2: It was 96, and it was the week before the uh, Michigan-Ohio State game. You know, I got to practice. I wasn't feeling well. My back was a little tight, and I told the the trainer, you know, my my back is not feeling right. He was like, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. So, you know, we're in practice, and he calls me over a couple of times. Coach Carr. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was like, you know, you're not paying attention. He said, hey, if you're not going to pay attention, then you can just leave. And I turned around. I walked out the field, walked into the locker room put my clothes back on, and I walked to the dorm, and I was like, man, I'm transferring. I'm out of here. You walked out on Coach Carr and yeah. Michigan practice yeah. Ohio yeah. State week saying, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm gone. Going to Coach Carr's office, you know, he asked me a question. He's like, you think you justified yourself by walking off the field? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I don't I, I don't think you had to make an example out of me. He was like, you know what? You're not playing this week. I walked back down to Vance Beffer's office. He was like... I told you, <laughs> just go down there and just apologize. You know what? He picks up the phone. Da, 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 da. I don't know what he's doing. Uh-huh. Miss Woodson, <laughs> I told this boy to go down there and apologize, and that's all he had to do. Here, you talk to him. So I'm talking to my mom. She was like, "What's the, what's the problem? I'm like, you know, um, you know, my coach wants me to go down there, go down there and apologize. I'm like, I'm not apologizing. She was like, Charles. He said, I, "I I understand. I know. I know you're you're mad. And you're angry." She said, "If you're not going to apologize for yourself, then do it for me." No, oh boy. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Okay." I get up. I go down. You did it for mom. I did it for mom, man. Apologized the coach. He said, "Well, you know what? Good, Charles. You're playing this week."
3: My Hall of Fame friend coming up in 10 minutes, talking about everything back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844 204 Rich, number to dial. Just got a, a call saying I have to hold off on our podcast
1: now. Oh, okay. so
3: That'll be for another day. All right. Uh 844 204 Rich is the uh, number to dial right here on the program. Turzo and I will all rise. Terzo. Let's take your phone call. What's up, Turzo? How are you, sir?
5: Doing well, guys, doing well. Happy New Year to the to you and the rest of the group, man. Same to you. So, so, what's a good up? New year, break. Bro. Hey so Rich um I'm happy that I was on the same uh same side as Mr. Portnoy on the on the Michigan but <laughs> I didn't have that many zeros attached nice. my Nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. See it was was it uh, a hundy? It, it was a hundy. It wasn't a milli, it was a hundy. Is that what it was? 50? Yeah, it was
5: it was it was it was, it was about a unit, yeah.
3: Okay. Nice.
5: So, but but I was happy to I was happy to root for your team and okay. it's going to be a fun game next week. Okay, uh, but I do agree I do agree with you. Like these games are so long. I didn't get to bed till twelve thirty, watching the uh, Texas Washington game, and it feels like I've got I'm more on my phone than I'm actually watching the game, which takes away from a lot of the fun of it.
3: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But what are you going to do? And so, what are you going to do, man? Yeah,
5: I, that, the only, the only thing that, like, you, I think your suggestion is great is just try and, you know, allow for Dr. Pepper to have their their screen time but cut out the three minutes of, of commercials.
3: I, I don't know what it is. So, it just takes too long, but I think we're, we're in the minority. I don't know who, who's complaining about it. I, I know I do. I know my 12-year-old was, like, couldn't believe that we were taking another commercial break in the Rose Bowl, and, you know, obviously sitting at home, you're watching commercials. You get to go up, get up, and go somewhere else, in a stadium, you're just staring into space, you know. So, but I, I happy New Year to you, Terzo. Congratulations on uh, on your Niners winning the one seed. So that's good well, news. Well,
5: well, and the and the fun the fun part about that is I wish we could knock out the Rams this this week. You might, uh, you know. But 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 oh no, the Rams clinched. As as so I think we need a, too bad. Yeah, they clinched. Yeah. Yep. And so if we do lose though, my Niners go twelve and five, and that's what I predicted.
4: There you oh. go.
3: Then that's what you, that's what matters most is being right, you know. <laughs> Thank you Terzo and Iowa. Happy New Year.
4: Who's ready for Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold on Sunday? Could be
3: that. Could be that. A battle of the second and third <laughs> overall picks of the draft. <laughs> I think Sitting that's a that's kind
4: of a sneaky fun QB matchup, guys. Auditioning Look at your for week jobs. 18 next year.
3: schedule right there. Ravens and Steelers. Steelers need to win it and then hope for a tie in the night game or if not then hope for a Bills or Jaguars loss. The Jaguars are in Tennessee. We're assuming Trevor Lawrence is going to be back for that. And then there's the Bills and Dolphins. I mean, that's the one that uh, could put the Steelers in the playoffs. That might be a win-in-in scenario for Buffalo, man. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. They could be either, like, if the Steelers win. That's crazy. Hold on yeah. a minute. Let's say the Steelers win and that, that game doesn't end in a tie on, on Saturday night between the Texans and the, the Colts. The Bills-Dolphins could be an elimination game for the Bills. The Bills are either out or (laughs) Or, in as the two-seed. Remember we were talking about that as a wild scenario? And that's possible. Crazy. I love it. That's possible. It's it's the
4: perfect cap to an insane season. In general, you're talking about. In general, a a, a scenario in which a team is either the two-seed or out just kind of encapsulates what... Crazy year this has
3: been. But again, that's, All the quarterbacks, the refereeing. They the win the division too. with a win. It's amazing. They win a division with a win at Miami. I've never seen a playoff scenario like the one on the screen right now for our radio audience. It says clinch AFC East division with a win at Miami. And there's no other scenario under which they can clinch the division win. But they do not clinch a playoff berth with a win. They need other results to clinch a playoff berth. If they lose, right. Just a playoff straight playoff berth. Right. Right. So, what I'm saying is that normally you see a win and other scenarios to clinch your playoff spot. This <laughs> to clinch a straight playoff berth, if they right. lose, they need other results. Mm-hmm. So, this is a scenario where their win, they're the two seed, and they clinch a playoff berth, by the way, with a tie against the Dolphins. Dude. This is nutty.
1: And of course, the Dolphins losing Bradley So basically,
3: Chub, the yeah. Bills can go into the playoffs with a possibility of two home playoff games in Western New York or not make it at all. <laughs> How insane is that? <laughs> wow. And one other thing.
1: <laughs> What's that?
3: How about the Los Angeles Rams clinching a playoff spot by week 17? Unreal. How about that? How about they're in? How about Puka freaking Nakua? He's going to set the rookie receiving record. Dude, he's unbelievable. They are in. The Rams are in. And unless something absolutely haywire happens where the Cowboys wind up losing and the Eagles get in or whatever and the Lions somehow win. Let's say the Cowboys and Eagles both lose and the Lions win. That's the only scenario under which the Rams don't visit Detroit to start the playoffs. Stafford's going to Detroit, and Jared Goff's taking on the team that sent him to Detroit for <laughs> Stafford. That's it. That's nuts. That's crazy. And then the sniff in it, I mean, who's going to be seven to go visit Dallas? Green who's Bay. that going to be?
1: The Green worst Bay. team possibly, We hope Green Bay, baby.
3: I mean, Green Bay at Dallas, I mean, there'll that be a lot of memory lane uh, video to set that up. You know, that's for sure. Charles Woodson coming up, hour three, more of your phone calls. Don't go anywhere. But the Rams made the playoffs, and nobody thought that was possible. Everybody thought that that letter, the COO, this team president of the Rams, our, my buddy Kevin Demoff, sent everybody in March after the new league year where they trade away Jalen Ramsey, and everybody's wondering, oh, the Rams are just going to have to pay off their credit card for their Super Bowl win, and their toast because Stafford's done, and McVay thought about leaving, and who's going to run the ball, and they were too banged up on offense, and all these draft choices they have are going to leave them too green. And they're in the playoffs. And by the way, they can win that first-round game. And who do you think San Francisco wants to see last walking into their house for divisional playoff weekend is this team. Built to basically beat them. With a coach that is locked in on how to beat them despite having such trouble doing it in the regular season. I love it. Love it. The playoffs are set up to oh, be so- lit. Lit. Crazy. Be Puka great. Nakua, be rookie of the year, potentially, offensively. And is Stafford the comeback player of the year, if you want to use it as a, the way that this award used to be for players coming back from injury right. as opposed to mediocrity or lack of opportunity? Los Angeles Rams are in. And we're set for hour number three on the Rich Eisen Show. My Pro Football Hall of Fame and Michigan Wolverine legend friend, Charles Woodson, coming up.